Welcome to the Wear Wag Repeat Podcast. I'm Tori Mystic. As a dog mom lifestyle expert, blogger, and business owner, I love talking to other women in the pet industry and sharing their advice with you every week. Sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode. Hello, and welcome to another solo episode of the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm your host, Tori Mystic, and I'm really excited to dive into a topic that lots of people have been asking me about this year. I have gotten so many questions about starting a pet industry podcast. A lot of pet bloggers, dog trainers, pet sitters, vets, nutritionists, and everything in between are interested in learning how to start and run a successful show. If you're one of those people, you're not alone. Over 150,000 new podcasts came out in 2020, and I'm sure many thousands more this year. It was definitely one thing to do while you were quarantined at home. But what do you need to do to create a lasting podcast for pet parents or petpreneurs? The first episode of this show came out on November 1st, 2017, which means I have been podcasting for over four years and I've been doing it consistently. So I would say that I can share a thing or two about how to run a show that lasts. Podcasting is Definitely a lot of work and it has expenses associated with it. However, it is one of my favorite elements of my business. And as of 2021, it's actually turning a really nice profit for me. And I will explain a lot more detail about that later in this episode. But before we dive in, I want to let you know that my membership community, Wear, Wag, Repeat Society, is going to continue next year in 2022, and it's going to be even bigger and better than ever. I am in the midst of planning all kinds of exciting content and features. I'm super excited to take it to the next level with you next year. So if you're not already a member, please make sure that you get on the wait list. That is the best way to find out when membership opens back up. It's going to be the beginning of January. So just go to wherewagrepeat.com slash society. That will take you to the society enrollment page and you can get on the wait list there. If you want to start a podcast or you want to grow your business or you want to grow your email list or pitch yourself to be a guest on podcasts, we're going to cover so many more things next year and expand upon what we've covered this year. Um, so definitely get on that wait list. Again, it is wherewagrepeat.com slash society. And I would love to have you join us for next year. Okay. Now let's talk about podcasting. I have a lot of notes here for you. So we're going to try and work through them. Um, first, we're going to talk about how to figure out what your show should even be about and kind of like the format of it. Then I'll discuss the tech side of things because I think that can be a big hurdle for a lot of people. And then I'll talk about marketing. Uh, that's a very important component to having a show that lasts and that people listen to because you want people to listen to your show. And then finally, at the end, I will talk about expenses and 
monetization? That is a, a big question that I get from a lot of people. How do you make money doing this? So I will explain some different options and then I'll tell you exactly what I do. So first of all, let's think a little bit about what your show is going to be about and the format of it. So uh, maybe you already have an idea in mind, but you're going to want to pick your topic and you can get super specific. My show is is pretty specific to talk to women in the pet industry. I get a lot of pitch emails from people saying, our founder, Brad, would be a great guest on your show. And I'm like, well, unless there's something that we don't know about Brad, I don't think he would be. (laughs) So you're going to want to pick your topic and figure out what your niche is and how much you want to stick to that niche. Uh, You can do this by doing surveys with your audience on social media or via email. If you have a physical location that customers walk into, you can, of course, ask them. If you're going out and meeting with customers in person, like a dog trainer or dog walker, you can, of course, ask people when you see them or send a text message out to your customers and do a survey and see what they would be interested in learning about. You might want to consider that your show might not necessarily appeal to your customers. It might appeal to your peers, uh, and that would kind of be like a different route to take. So just consider the options and and see what you want to talk about. Some other ways that you might want to do research before you get started is doing a little bit of keyword research. So I talk about this in everything that I talk about pretty much because keyword research is really important. It's kind of the key to getting discovered on the internet. So I would do some keyword research, which can be as simple as just Googling your topic, or you can use more involved tools like Key Search or Uber Suggest or something like that. I also love to do research right inside of podcast apps. So I will open up the Apple Podcast app and there's a search bar in there and I will just search for whatever topic it is. So obviously my show is already established, but I record new episodes and I publish new episodes every single week. And so sometimes I will do a little bit of research in the app to figure out what the title of my episode should be. Uh, And that really helps me use titles that get my episodes discovered and listened to by people. Um, The title is really important if people are going to be searching for things. Okay, so so that's how to figure out your topic of your show and maybe even the topic of your individual episodes. You also want to consider with your new podcast or um, your existing podcast, if you want to do solo episodes or interviews, or if you want to do a combination. I do a combination. I love doing interviews personally. Uh, and then I hear from a lot of you guys who are listening that you love the solo episodes. So it's kind of a win-win. Everybody gets what they want. <laughs> uh, so that's something that you want to consider. With interviews, there's a lot more logistics involved, um, and it takes a lot of time to book guests and get them organized and set up correctly to record the show. A solo show might be a little bit easier, but it's also kind of awkward to just talk to yourself out loud for half an hour. So those are some things to consider. You're also going to want to think about how long your episodes will be. So my show, I try to make it about 30 minutes, and I I think that's a nice length if you're driving somewhere 
that's you know the the length of a lot of car drive car rides um to different places uh i think if you're walking your dog it's a good length for a dog walk um so that's kind of how i i figured out my length it, w- it was not very scientific how i figured it out um but maybe you want to go more in depth and maybe your show is an hour long or maybe you want to give people little short things they can listen to when they have breaks in the day and maybe you want to make it under 10 minutes there's lots of shows out there that release episodes that are under 10 minutes. And that's an interesting option. Along with the length of your episodes, you're also going to want to think about how frequently you will publish your episodes. So this show comes out every Wednesday. And I have found that um, since I got consistent, and I'll talk about this later because I didn't do that all on my own, (laughs) but since getting consistent with publishing, my downloads have gone up. I can look at my analytics and I can see a distinct spike or gradual climb uh, when I started to publish consistently every single Wednesday because people come to expect it. Um, and I think the algorithm also comes to expect it and, and pushes it out to people better that way as well. Um, but there's lots of other podcasts. You know, some of my favorite shows that I listen to Uh, They'll come out with a long episode on Thursday morning and a short episode on Monday morning. Um, So it's really up to you. You could also do something where it just comes out once a month. And then you also might want to consider that you could do something that is like a season where you release six or 10 or 15 episodes in a row consistently, and then you take a break for a while. Uh, So it's really up to you. What's great about podcasting is there's no right and wrong way. As you can hear from everything I just said, there are a lot of options. Okay, so now that you maybe have some ideas and you've got your wheels turning about that kind of stuff, let's talk about the tech side of things. Because with everything that we want to do that's creative, we always have to figure out the tech side of it as well, right? Um, so the actual production of your show, um, you have a lot of options. Once again, I will share with you the exact tech setup that I use for my show. And I'll also mention a few other options just in case they're a good fit for you. So um, currently on my show, uh, I do all of my interviews over Zoom. When I'm recording a solo episode, like I am right this second, I actually just record it using QuickTime Player, which is built in and free software on my MacBook. Uh, So that works really well. I have it connected to an external mic uh, and I try to make it sound as good as possible, but I just use the regular built in recording software on my computer. Uh, and then I do the interviews over Zoom, like I said. And what's kind of been a, a kind of silver lining, a, a plus of the last two years is that Zoom was forced to really um, modernize and upgrade their technology. And so now Zoom, every first of all, everyone's very comfortable doing it. Um, before the pandemic, I definitely had a lot of guests who had maybe never used Zoom before, but now I think everyone has used it. So that's really great. People are comfortable with it, but they also have upgraded their recording capabilities. Um, and now you can go into Zoom and you can adjust your settings to record 
the two different audio tracks for you and your guest separately. And then that gives you so much more freedom to make it sound as good as possible on your podcast. Um, you know, sometimes you listen to shows and the interviewer's voice will be one volume and the guest's voice will be another volume. And it's very difficult to listen to. It's not a good experience. So you don't want that. And that's why it's really nice to have two different tracks so you can optimize it as much as you want. If you are looking for the easiest way to podcast, there are some services I just want to mention really quick. I don't use them, so I can't tell you more about them, but I have heard great things. Um, and those two things would be Podbean and Anchor. And I think Anchor is a product of Spotify, I believe. Uh, and so th those are two tools that allow you to record and edit and publish your podcast right within one platform. So if you're a beginner and you're just getting started, I think that's a really great option. You can also record using your phone uh, or your computer. Uh, so you have lots of options. You can kind of do it wherever you are. Uh, and so those are two things you might want to look into if you're just getting started. But if you want to learn more about what I do, <laughs> so I record my interviews on Zoom and then um, they get edited, which I will tell you more about in a little bit. <laughs> and then um, they're uploaded to my hosting service. I use something called Libsyn. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N. And I think that they're actually based here in Pittsburgh, which is kind of fun and cool. Uh, and that is, they, they host like the audio file. And then from there, once you upload it to Libsyn, it automatically distributes it out to Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. So you need to have some place where your audio files live so that then it can be distributed out to all these other platforms where people can listen to it. So I use Libsyn for that. I also really want to recommend using Acuity to book your guests. Um, this is a scheduling software that I use, and I have created a pretty elaborate form with lots of reminders and FAQs and all kinds of stuff on it. Uh, and then that way, the guests that I reach out to, they can go on there, fill out their bio, add in their links to their website and social media. They can suggest questions that they want me to ask them, and then they can also schedule their recording time. Time right in there. So we don't have any emails going back and forth. Um, they just fill out the form. They pick a time. It is synced or integrated with my Zoom account. So it automatically emails them the Zoom link to the correct Zoom meeting room. And it's, it's really, really helpful. It saves me a ton of time. So when I'm when I'm booking guests, I can just send out a bunch of request emails. And then a lot of times people just go straight to that form and fill it out and sign up. And it cuts way down on all of the back and forth emails. And if anyone's listening to this who has been a guest on my show, you will you will know that there are lots of details that I put in this form and all the automated follow-up emails. Doing this for four years, I have found that a lot of guests um, don't read things very closely. <laughs> Sorry if 
if I'm calling you out. Um, but a lot of people just don't, don't read things very closely. And so I send lots and lots and lots of reminders about the time zone and what kind of, um, if they need to wear headphones or if I'm going to use the video or that kind of stuff. And it's all automated in Acuity. So that's really, really wonderful tool. And then the last kind of tech thing that you have to consider is show notes. So if you listen to podcasts, you probably have heard people or me mention the show notes for an episode. And that is, they can vary a lot. Um, on my show notes, it's basically a blog post on my blog, but it's just kind of tagged in the podcast category. And then we post my intro that I write, the guest bio, um, the graphic for the episode. We embed the podcast player so people can listen right there on the website. Uh, and then my podcast editor, which I'll get to, uh, also writes down the bullet points and the resources discussed in the episode. So as you might have guessed, this episode's show notes is going to be jam-packed with lots of resources. So you're going to want to check that out. This is episode 194. So the easiest way to find it is go to wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast, and you should find episode 194. If you're listening to this at some later date, you can find it by going to wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast dash episode dash 194. And you will find all of the resources and you can uh, use this to start your own show. So before I go to the marketing part, I have to elaborate more on my editor. I couldn't do any of this without the help of my podcast editor, Corey. Corey is a very important part of this show. Uh, I've been working with him for about two years now, I think. Uh, he edits the show for me after I upload all of the recordings to Dropbox. And then once the show is edited, he uploads it to Libsyn, my hosting service, where it gets automatically pushed out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Corey is also the one who puts together the show notes for me. So I have about 90% of it in a Google Doc for each episode. Um, so a lot of it can be copy and pasted into the show notes on my blog. But he also writes out the bullet points and um, includes links to the resources that I talk about. And every week, I am just so impressed with all of everything that he does. Um, I actually, I actually love to see the bullet points when the episode comes out. I don't see them before the episode is published. It's always kind of a surprise to me. And it's always interesting to see what a fresh listener heard as the most important points of the episode. I'm usually enjoying the conversations I have with my guests so much. And I'm just like in the moment with them that I feel like I forget half the things that we talked about. So it's really, really wonderful to have someone else listen to it and kind of pick out what the best parts were. It helps me do my marketing next. It just, it makes everything so much smoother. Are you enjoying this interview? If you'd like to continue talking about dogs and business with the added support of a like-minded community, Get on the wait list for Wear, Wag, Repeat Society. This is my monthly membership program for women petpreneurs and pupfluencers 
who are looking for accountability and support to make bark-worthy breakthroughs in their business. It's amazing what you can accomplish when you're surrounded by the right people and their dogs. <laughs> Join the waitlist now at wearwagrepeat.com society. That brings us to marketing. Um, this is, it's almost like I planned this. <laughs> so the marketing of the show, this is kind of the key to keep the show going. Um, my show, I've had it for four, for over four years at this point, right? Uh, and so the marketing is kind of what keeps it going. Uh, I, you know, I, I mentioned at the very beginning of this episode that I found this stat that in 2020, over 150,000 podcasts were created, new podcasts. And I'd be really interested to see how many of those shows are still actively publishing episodes. I would bet you it's close to like 5% or something like that. Because it just, it takes a lot of stamina to keep this going. Um, it's a lot of work. And the marketing is going to help you get listeners. And um, the more listeners you have and the more feedback that you're getting, the more it will inspire you to keep going with your show and keep publishing episodes. So the marketing is something you don't want to forget about. A few things that I do for each and every episode is... I create graphics in Canva. I have a really great template that I created myself in Canva and I kind of tweak it every once in a while. And I will put a photo of my guest in there and just their name and the title of the episode or the name of their business. And I use that to share on social media. It's also kind of like the cover art for each episode. Then I use a tool called Headliner. And that is a free tool that I use to create an audiogram for each episode. And so when Corey is editing the show, um, we have a, a format for every episode that we determined, I don't know, over a year ago. And that format goes something like there's a little snippet of something awesome that the guest said that's maybe 15 to 30 seconds long. Then there's my pre-recorded intro of the show that's on every episode. Then there is my recorded intro for like that episode where I, I introduce what we're going to talk about. Then is the bio for the guest. And then is our interview. Interspersed somewhere might be an ad. And then at the very end, we have a pre-recorded outro at the end. And so every week when Corey is editing the show, he will pick out a little clip that is something really thought-provoking and profound that my guest has said that's about 15 to 30 seconds long. And I will use that clip at the beginning to create my audiogram. And an audiogram is basically just a, a photo. I think you could use video, but I just use a photo. And then it kind of links the audio clip with it. And you can choose to, which I do, put captions on it. And so it will auto-generate the captions and make your, instead of posting just a still image, it makes it into a more interactive um, little audio clip that makes people more inclined to go listen to the episode. So Headliner lets you do that for free up to a certain point. So I use Headliner every week for that. 
I also email my email list and I have a special segmented list of just petpreneurs who are interested in, you know, growing their business online. If you're not on that list, you should definitely get on it. <laughs> um, just let me know. I'll, I'll add you or you can go to wearwagrepeat.com and join on any of the email signup forms there. And I just started about maybe a year ago or maybe a year and a half ago, emailing my petpreneur list every single week. I was actually kind of afraid of annoying people by over-emailing them. Um, but I realized that people, that my show is really helpful. It's full of tons of information. And by not emailing people, I'm actually hurting them. So I make sure to email my petpreneur list every single Wednesday when a new episode comes out so that they can learn from my guests and sometimes just from me, like today. (laughs) Then I also will post my episode on my Instagram feed and my stories. I'm always trying to brainstorm about reels that I could do for podcasts. I kind of get stuck there since I don't record any video along with my episodes. I'm always kind of stuck on what to do for reels, but I'm working on that. Uh, And then I also post a random episode in my Facebook group every Saturday. I use one of my social media scheduling tools to just kind of pick a random episode every Saturday to share in my Facebook group, which is a really great way to kind of keep the archive alive and keep the archive going. So I love that. And then every few months, I batch create Pinterest graphics for new episodes, and I schedule those in Tailwind. So that's worked out really well for me. Instead of creating Pinterest graphics every single week, I wait and do it maybe every two months, uh, and I'll create a whole bunch of graphics at one time and schedule them in Tailwind. Okay, so we have talked about how to come up with your topic and your format what kind of technology you're going to need, the marketing aspect of it. Now let's get to the meaty part that I know you're listening to this for, which are expenses and monetization. This is what everyone wants to know. How do you make money doing a podcast? Okay. So I want to tell you about my expenses, but first let's talk about how to make money. Um, cause once you know that you can make money doing it, then you can kind of justify the expenses. So we're going to talk about it in that order. So first off, um, really important to consider your target audience. This takes us back to the beginning of the episode when I talked about surveying your audience to see what they want to learn about. So consider who your target audience is. And if your show or your episodes are helping them solve a problem? Um, And if so, is there a product or service that would help them solve that problem? So that's kind of the first thing to think about when you get your wheels turning about how to make money on your podcast. So think about that and then see if you can maybe get some affiliate links or codes for those products or services. Of course, you can also look into getting sponsors and you can sell ads on your podcast. But in my experience, I have found that sponsors often look for pretty high download numbers. Um, To give you uh, some kind of perspective, my show gets about three to 4,000 downloads every month. 
which sounds really great and sounds like a lot. Um, but in my experience working with people who want to run ads, that's like not even close to what they're looking for. So who knows? I, I definitely know that there are shows out there that are smaller than mine who sell ads. So I think it's just up to you um, and what kind of relationship you have with the sponsor and what kind of perks you're offering them as well. Um, but the the last and probably I think the best option to make money off of your podcast is to promote your own products, services, courses, etc. And this is exactly what I do. So we kind of had this like light bulb moment go off a while ago, maybe a year and a half, two years ago, something like that, where I was like, why don't I just record ads for my own stuff and put those ads in the middle of the episode or at the beginning of the episode or whatever. So um, that's what you can do. If, if you're not having any luck selling ads to other people, there is nothing to stop you from recording ads about yourself. <laughs> I've even heard different podcasts out there where they'll have a different person record the ad um, about their services so that it kind of sounds like a spokesperson talking about it. So there's a lot of different ways that you can do this creatively, um, but but that's what I do. So I usually will run an ad in the middle of the episode, um, or I might mention promotions that I'm doing in the intro. In the intro of this episode, you heard me encouraging people to get on the wait list for Wear Wag Repeat Society. And that is because I look at my podcast as a marketing tool for my courses, coaching, and membership. And this really just kind of like clicked for me in 2019, I think, is when this occurred to me, (laughs) that my podcast isn't just like its own thing in my business. It's directly related to courses and coaching and the membership and all that kind of stuff. So I think in 2019, um, I broke even with podcast expenses versus course income. And then in 2020, I was able to make it profitable. Um, and this past year, 2021, I was able to like really hit a stride with it. Um, and it, and it really was making sense. And that's really due to where wag repeat society. Uh, and I have heard from people that, um, Earlier this year, you know, Where Wag Repeat Society is only open a few times a year. And I had an episode where I said, it's open now. You can enroll. And someone sent me a message that as soon as they heard that on the podcast, they went straight to the website and joined my membership. So that really kind of encourages me. I can see the direct correlation between my podcast and um, Where Wag Repeat Labs, which is kind of the bucket I put all of that stuff into. So if you're trying to make a profitable podcast, I would think about how you can use it as a marketing tool for things that you're already doing. And that's probably going to make you a lot more money than selling ads or sharing affiliate links. So just something to think about. Now, um, speaking of making money, we got to spend money to make money sometimes. So I just kind of quickly want to give you a rundown of the expenses just to be totally transparent with you. So hosting on Libsyn is um, the first expense that I have every month. And so that is $20 a month for me. 
And it is based on how much I upload. So my show is a 30-minute show once a week. And um, for that kind of storage space, it's $20 a month. If you're going to record more or less, it might be more or less. And then my biggest, biggest expense associated with the podcast is obviously my podcast editor. For the editing that includes a lot, um, I pay $150 per episode. And that includes editing, adding the intros, music, ads, etc., plus adding the description in Libsyn, creating show notes, writing bullet points, adding in resource links, and just making sure that the show sounds really good and is getting published consistently every single week. This is totally worth it for me. Prior to having an editor, I was not consistently posting. I hated doing the audio editing and I would just procrastinate (laughs) and I would go weeks without a new episode getting published. I love having conversations with people. I love teaching things to my listeners. I do not like editing audio files. So I am more than happy to outsource that to someone. And that expense is totally justified now that I am making enough income off of my courses and my membership and coaching that um, it totally works out. And plus, since getting consistent and publishing every single Wednesday, I did see a spike in my numbers. If I look back and look at my analytics from the very first day, November 1st, 2017, up until now, I can see when I hired an editor because my numbers just went up. So it's it's a definitely worthwhile expense. Uh, and then the last expense that I don't want to leave out here is your time. Podcasting does take a lot of time. Uh, each episode Although the finished episode is usually about a half an hour, it usually takes me about 45 to 50 minutes to record each episode with my guest. Um, Then after that, I will have to write and record the intro for their episode. I will have to do some keyword research to figure out what I want the title to be and any other kind of SEO keywords I want to include in it. Plus, finding guests and reaching out to them and setting up interviews takes a lot of space or a lot of time, um, space and time. And then, um, of course, all the marketing. So time, um, although, although you might think that the podcast editor is my biggest expense, I would say that time is really my biggest expense when it comes to the podcast. But it is one of my most favorite things. Um, I started doing this way before we all got locked down in 2020. So I've enjoyed talking to women all over the world via Zoom uh, for the past four years, long before everybody else was getting on Zoom to talk to people and have meetings. And it's just been really great. I, I can't put a price on the connections that I've made through this, the exposure that I get through it. Um, it's really, it's really just, it's just awesome. It's magical. So if you're considering starting a pet industry podcast or a podcast for pet parents, I hope this episode was helpful to you. I really encourage you to do it. And I think that in this episode, I give you all the tools and the explanation that you need to start it. And if that is one of your goals for 2022, I hope you will come and join me in Wear Wag Repeat Society 
where we can help you stay accountable and get all of your ducks in a row to make your podcast or anything else that you're doing in your business a big success next year. Make sure that you get on the wait list for society. It will be opening up in early January with lots of exciting new content and features. So get on the wait list at wherewagrepeat.com slash society. What did you like most about this episode? Find me on Instagram at teamistic and let me know what intrigued you or what questions you have about starting or growing your own dog-inspired business. You can also screenshot this episode and tag me in your stories. I love to see who is listening out there. Some of the best conversations happen after the episode, right? So track me down over on Instagram or join the Wear, Wag, Repeat Labs Facebook group to connect with other dog-obsessed entrepreneurs. And as always, you can find all the links and resources discussed in this episode at wherewagrepeat.com slash podcast. See you back here next week.